Namaskaram everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today we have Amaranna from Morocco with us. Namaskar Anna and welcome to the podcast. Hello guys. So thank you for joining us today. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so Anna, we can directly go into the session. If you could tell me and the listeners a bit about yourself, it would really be great. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my name is Amar. I'm uh, 23 years old. Uh, I live in Morocco. and uh, i would like to share with you a story today uh, about few things that changed my life okay yes anna uh, so so uh, first of all i want to go back to the past because um, now i'm 23 years old so when i was like seven, uh, i think i was 14 so i was in college i used to have a lot of friends and uh, i used to always having friends hang out and everything and i was really happy you know so uh, after that uh, i passed you know i passed my classes and i went to high school so then i went to high school and um, the first year i i was not into studying at all so i was just having fun enjoying you know i didn't care okay so uh, after that uh, when i didn't care i had few bad grades you know at the end of the year so uh, for me even though i had bad grade it was like the first time i failed in uh, in um, the class you know so uh, i di- i didn't care at all because for me i just want to enjoy life and uh, you know just have fun i didn't care if i didn't pass i can repeat again and that's it my, my school my study was not something very important to me for me was something more than that so but but for my family and my parents it was completely different because they think school is everything you know to be a doctor or engineer is like the most important thing and uh, so after i didn't pass that year so that's it i just keep living my life i keep playing football every day with my friends all this stuff and uh, and but my family know but it's like they started to make me feel guilty for not passing and uh, and put a lot of pressure on me and uh, makes me feel sad and i never been sad before you know maybe a little bit but not a big deal you know i can change in few seconds and become happy again mm-hmm. so so uh, so that's it and people keep putting a lot of pressure on me just because i didn't pass a year you know i felt so i start feeling bad inside and in that summer even though i just wanted to go play football and sometimes they don't let me go play football they don't let me do this or that and uh, i started feeling it was like the first time i had depression and i never know about depression before you know so it was like the first time i experienced that and it was very hard for me and uh, i didn't know how can i handle it and i didn't realize that i would be like said for a very long time it was like the first time i experienced something like that and what's worst is that uh, the feeling and everything was getting worse and worse and worse but what's the reason why it's because people like people judge me people make me feel very guilty you know and i was i came from a muslim environment from muslim environment so people were like uh, very mean and uh, it was it was quite tough for me so after that i kept realizing because i started losing my friends as well so i didn't know what should i do because because when i get when i feel blue or sad 
I go back to my friends, but but now even my friends left me, you know, in high school. So uh, what I did is uh, I keep telling myself, what should I do now? So because my friends, now I, 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 keep, I keep giving, I keep looking, I keep having different vision about life because I used to think my friends love me. That's why they hang out with me. But the reason why it's because they, they was just funny, giving funny jokes. That's the, only reason, that's the only reason why they used to hang out with me. And after that, they all left. And I was like long, lonely and all this stuff. So that's it. I passed that year and I passed the second year that I repeat. And after that third year, I passed it as well. After that, I, I finally had the chance to go to Europe. So I went to Europe, I went to Spain, I went to study there and it was completely different. I, and I was so scared because I thought I would not make, I, I thought I would never ever make friends again, you know? And it was quite scary to me because I, I didn't know how can I talk with people or how can I contact with them anymore? So after that, I went to Spain and I tried to make friends, maybe just smile or just talk with them, you know? There were some few guys that speak English, and then I realized that it was very easy to make friends with them because because I was just as simple as I am. And uh, after that, I kept thinking more because I realized that the friends that they left me when I was very down, they were all Muslims, you know, they were all praying all day uh, five times and they do all the things. But the guys that were in Spain who helped me I, hang, I used to hang out with them every single day and they accepted me as who I am. And they didn't care if I am feeling good or feeling bad. They used to help me on any, on every way. And I found that very strange because these guys were not Muslims. And I always had vision in my brain that anyone who is not Muslim, he's, he can be a bad person because that's how I came from the environment. You know what I mean? So... I did so after that I keep thinking more and more and in in, in for uh, one second I keep, I asked myself okay so now the Muslims people who left me down I'm gonna we're gonna go to heaven and those people who are not religious at all they're gonna go to hell and I was thinking how can that be possible because there is no way this uh-huh. can be possible I don't want I don't want anyone to get I mean, I don't want anyone to go to hell. That's the first thing. But secondly, you can tell me that my favorite friends gonna go to hell. There is no way. I cannot accept that. So that's it. And the first year, it was really went very well. I was very happy. I had I made new friends, and all the friends that were in Morocco, they didn't they never talked to me since then, and I didn't care either because I made new friends, new positive friends. And uh, I felt great about it. So that's it. After that, I passed, uh, I passed that year. And I went the second year and the third year. The third year in Spain, that was the last year that I spent in Spain. So um, this was uh, after that, the third year. I, I passed it. I, I made a lot of friends. I had a lot of fun. And it was like, the best three years I ever spent in my entire life. And that's it. After that, uh, in the third year, I had to go back home because 
I didn't have, uh, I couldn't, uh, you know, extend my visa anymore. So I had to go back home. So I went home and it was tough again because I didn't have enough money to apply for a visa again. It was a little bit hard. So then I stayed home. And uh, I came home, I think, two years ago, in 2018, something like that. So I came home and I, uh, just because where we live in Morocco, it's, it's very close to the forest where there is mountains. And I, spent, I, tell, I told myself, okay, so in Morocco, I don't have any friends. That's clear. All the friends that I had, they are in Europe. And now I'm, I'm alone. So I think it's the perfect time to analyze all these thoughts that I used to have in my mind. So I used to go every single day. I mean, till this day, right now I'm still in Morocco. So till this day, I, I go every single day to the forest and just feel more and isolate myself and uh, know, know myself better. And that's what I used to do every single day. And I kept asking a lot of questions since, since what happened about the friends that I had. Since then, I kept asking myself a lot of questions. Why this happened? Why this? Why would God... If God is like the most forgiving God, why he would threaten us by hell? I mean, he would have sent us love. He would not send us to hell, right? If God is most forgiven, I mean, he will do the best for us. He will never threaten us by anything. And I kept thinking, like, how can this, this be possible? And um, there was a lot of things that I keep thinking about it. Like, for example, uh, maybe... Like, where is he? Why he's invisible? Why, why he doesn't appear? Why, uh, why maybe, why the prophet walk on water? How did he walk on water? Is this very true? Because in my environment, everybody thinks that this is 100% true. People don't think about hell or heaven like something. Maybe it's punishment at the end. They think it's 100% true and you're going to experience every second of it. <laughs> So, and uh, that and that was very well. That, that was scary because if you're gonna go to heaven or hell, you gonna you have to take this very serious. But life should never be should never be taken serious because if you take it serious, then you're gonna fall. Because the, this is how uh, I saw it on what Sadhguru said, and, and this is how I discovered Sadhguru, by the way, because. The other day I was, you know, I was searching a lot of aspiration people on YouTube and I saw one of the videos. He's Indian mystic and a guru. I said, okay, I'm gonna watch this one. And he really he, he talked very logically and I agree with everything he said because he said a lot of logical things and it was very interesting. And uh, after that, he keep talking more. He said that if you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. If you don't know where is God, you don't know. I mean, if you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. You're not going to start, you know, building spaceship and looking for God in the sky. <laughs> this is just, if you, know, you know, if you don't, you don't. So, so that's it. And I keep, I mean, since then, I kept watching all his videos. And uh, I read his book, of course, uh, in engineering. It was very, it was very useful, and I kept using most of what he used to say, like 
the, uh, three meals per day or living six hours per, uh, between each meal or for example the sadhana meditation or all of them i used to practice all those type of meditation that i used to say and it was useful because i tried because before i never i never meditate before maybe i practice sport going to the gym but i never meditate or having something spiritual i used to pray but now i don't pray anymore because who should i pray if i don't know i don't know <laughs> you know <laughs> so so that's it i keep i keep searching more and more and i found that uh, very useful i read i read the entire book and now i'm reading it again just so i don't forget the first time i read it can you tell the name of the book for the viewers the book you read anna <laughs> Uh, it's inner engineering okay yeah, yeah the, you got it from orocoli or you got it from euro uh, i got it online from my friends oh yeah okay. yeah yeah i did, i didn't get it uh, physical okay. I, i didn't receive it physical so uh, i read the book inner engineering from uh, uh, online uh, from a friend and i really enjoyed it i downloaded uh, the the entire you know like a pdf so i i download the the entire book and it was very useful and i found a lot of things that really works actually and i realized that especially when when sadguru said that all the problems are mostly are in yourself and i realized that that was correct i mean there was problems in my life but it's about how i can i handle it because it's my job to handle it not my parents or family or the environment it was my job to handle every single problem so i can feel better about myself i mean everyone has his own self and everyone should never judge each other or control each other everyone has his own life and everyone has the right to take care of his own life so uh, this is what i used to do and since then i kept eating only healthy food and doing all stuff that self guru said it was very useful and yeah Oh, that's really great and because you know most people don't think the inner engineering book is a powerful tool but you are someone who has only read the inner engineering book and so much things have happened right yeah 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 of course so yeah. so uh, in the book yeah, yeah a lot of things happened I, i and of course he talk a lot of about the chakras stuff and I, i i it was weird because i never heard about chakras before i, I didn't know anything that existed about it so uh, i keep searching more and uh, there was meditation called sadhana which is which is helps you open the chakras is that correct i, I think that uh, i don't know and i and you can talk about it even i don't know so you yeah, can yeah. talk about yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is like a sadhana meditation that sadguru to- talked about that he, you can okay. it can helps you to open the chakras and makes you transform transform yourself from the inside it was very useful i kept doing that every single day and uh, there was a guy i think his youtube channel is recovery 2.0 he he show exactly how you can practice this sadhana meditation and i found that video very useful i downloaded it and since then every single day i do sadhana today yesterday and before yesterday i kept doing that practice every single day and uh, that was very useful so now i was thinking about uh i was i i really was willing to visit uh india but i i was well 
before in Spain, and uh, I went to Turkey before after that. I went to Turkey and Spain, and I worked there as a volunteer. I worked there in a hostel and in farm. I had a lot of fun, and my life changed because I met new people and I I experienced a whole different environment. So uh, now I felt like that I really need to volunteer. So when I heard about the Isha Foundation of Sadhguru, I said, okay, so this is like the best chance I can do so to go there. But since I was going to come, that something happened because of the coronavirus that everyone, that every border has been closed. So I don't know when the, the border is going to be open again, but I'm, I'm 100% sure that when it's open, I'm going to prepare to come to India. And um, hopefully I will start to volunteer as well in the Isha Foundation. So, uh, so, but first I have to, like, like you told me before about the engineering, uh, inner engineering course online. First, I have to, I have to complete that one first, then I will come, uh, hopefully. Uh, so one thing, uh, and hopefully, I, I think my life is going to change as well. I, uh, I only have one question that I wanted to ask you. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, about... Um, how was it? Like, how did you experience the time that you spent in the Isha Foundation, that place? How was it? Isha Foundation, like, I experienced the foundation even before I actually did my inner engineering. Because really? I did not know much about Sadhguru. Yeah, I, I did not know about Sadhguru much. I read some books and mm. uh, and things were not happening the way I want. I did not know there's a program known as inner engineering. Rather, maybe I knew, but my mind did not focus on it much. I'd read inner engineering book. But still, nothing big had happened. Yeah. So, so I just went and stayed at the ashram for three days. Again, for me, like I was just roaming around here and there. I was, I was liking the place. A lot of, you know, health benefits I was getting. But my entire focus was on my mind. I needed to yeah. come out of my stress. But that was not happening exactly for me out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, after the three days, I, I felt a lot of relief. Now, when I look back at it, it was a big relief when I went those three days. Yeah. But it is only after I did my inner engineering. That I actually understood like what Sadhguru is actually doing. Yeah. Like only when I went through the program, I understood what is the Dhyanlinga, what is the foundation, what is exactly volunteering. Yeah. It, like I had bits and pieces, like a jigsaw puzzle of everything. But it's only when I did the program that I could see, oh, okay, so this is it. Actually, this is what I. Yes, it's yeah. all about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Because when you go, you, you when you go to volunteer to any place, first of all, you're gonna meet a whole different people. You're gonna meet Chinese, Japanese, uh, European, Americans, and that makes you feel very good because you find you realize that all the people, all these people are beautiful people, no matter what religions or what their ethnicity they are. They are all wonderful people, and especially when you all meet in one place, like, like in. In Ashram, in Isha Foundation, you realize that this is awesome because you you all together gonna learn and you recover from all. I mean, just by sitting there, you know, just by sitting with positive people, you you, you recover from all this, uh, from all the you know the feelings that you used to have in the past. You don't think about it anymore. You keep having a whole hope. You know, you have. Uh, stepping stone for the future is that correct <laughs> i won't say anything is correct or wrong i would say you can come and experience it <laughs> yeah this is what i tell <laughs> even if there is no positive people even if there is negative people you come on <laughs> yeah, yeah this is what i would say <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so uh, uh, like it is a different experience like 
like to be in that space i do not know whether it's positive or negative but i think you should experience it that is what something as sadguru has created it's i think yeah. it's way beyond positive and negative that's that's yeah. that's, the, that's what i have yeah, yeah, that's, there's a something different about what sadguru has made that's definitely clear i understand i'm really happy yeah. you know i would be you know i would try to come as soon as possible i would be very happy to join maybe meet you there and see all the people and if i can see sadguru there that would yeah. be Amazing! That would be the best day of my life. So, yes. uh, like, Anna, how, how old are you now? I'm twenty-three. Twenty-three. Oh, right now the inner engineering online is actually free for people below twenty-five. So you should really? definitely apply okay. for that. Okay. Yes, yes. I'll send you the link in the email. Oh, I was that, just wondering whether you do. Nice. So you should definitely do that. That would be nice from you. Thanks. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. I was. I was. <laughs> I was collecting my. money for <laughs> so um so and uh, yeah of course i saw that the new book coming called death from salguru right? did you mm-hmm. or uh, yeah, yeah. no not yet yes 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 i read it okay it was very yeah. long book right <laughs> so uh, i i read i read a little bit about a uh, little bit of it of course i had the pdf of it as well about it uh, and uh, it was I read only a few pages. I'm still reading on it. I'm still reading. I'm gonna read the entire book, but I realize that the book is a bit too long. And uh, but it was very useful. Like from the first part, I found that very useful. Like he he talked about about a lot of uh, a lot of um, things that I always question about. For example, like ghosts or what happens when we die or the karma. or you know all this can be uh, yes. very important and i always when i watch few sadguru videos i told them uh, maybe i if i was in india i would ask him this question then i realized that the answer is in that book you know so i always say that i wish i can ask him this question this question then i realize all the answers they were in that book so that book is very useful i think i recommend all the people who are listening to us now to go get that book death i think it's very useful this is just quick uh, note from me so anything else and you would like to share with the you know listeners so um, one thing i would like to ask last is uh, uh first thing is that if you if anyone like everyone has his own life so this is very important everyone has his own life like nobody has control of your life no government no your friend no parents no family no nobody you are who you are and uh, said guru talked about that before in uh, one of his videos if you guys want to check out called uh, genetics memory i think you should have should not have genetics with people like you should be totally free and to- totally different and this is what i want to say because because when you become free from all the people or anything you can you can easily control your life but if you keep you keep bouncing around around people and around your family or following what what other people say or doing something that you don't want to do that that's that's completely wrong you have to do what you want to do and um, that's it hopefully all of you guys who listen have enjoyed my podcast <laughs> Oh, thank you very much, Anna. Like, uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I'm quite sure uh, this is like very like this first time I'm getting a book review. Actually, like someone who has just read yeah. the book. 
So thank you very thank much. You very well. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. Maybe we can have another one. Thank you, Anna. <laughs> yes, 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 Anna. Maybe I can. Hopefully. No, no, I didn't hear you. Maybe I can have one more with you. That's no, no, you no. Said. I said maybe we can have another podcast later. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Please. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay, Anna. Namaskar.